Hello and welcome to anybody and everybody that's listening. I know, it's the N. Lopez Podcast. Thanks for checking it out. Uh, Been some time, been a while. Uh, If you're listening to this episode, that means that there are going to be new episodes coming out after it. If you're not listening to this episode, that's because I probably didn't post it and I'm the one listening to it wondering what the fuck's going on. So, what the fuck's going on? I haven't fucking talked to any of you guys ever. Because I don't know who the fuck you are. Because you're listening over a fucking phone. Probably headphones in your ears. So, this is the N. Lopez podcast. Um, I haven't done an episode probably since 2020. I, I think the last episode was the chaos that was the Los Lenny's Loco episode. And to be 100% honest, that was such a fucking... Shit show to start out with. I mean, right off the bat, we were we <laughs> were having problems. We, it was supposed to be a filmed episode, but um, like, who the fuck was gonna work the camera? Because everybody was supposed to be on the camera, and then my fucking battery died because I had forgotten to uh to charge it. So the last episode I released was on November 19th, 2020, the day before the Los Lenny's Loco Rap Addiction release. And I think the day that that episode released, I was on my way to San Francisco with um, my co-host from the Let the Freak Speak podcast, uh, Nicholas Bearcat Valenzuela. I was with him on my way to San Francisco. And let me tell you, that fucking ride from San Francisco, from Tucson to San Francisco, holy shit, I would never want to do that again in a U-Haul. Such, I mean, like, I I didn't drive at all, so call me a shitty friend to take with you moving. That's two for two now. The first time was whenever I went uh, with Andy, a.k.a. Sir Andrick, uh, to, uh, he flew me up to Fresno, because he we were spo- we were going to drive back the next morning and you know he was moving he was moving down to Tucson so what ends up happening is i fly to fresno and we get fucking wasted i wake up the next morning fumbling my way to the bathroom in a house that i've been to that that was my first time going to the house. I went there for one day, and it wasn't even a full day. I, I got there. By the time I got to his house, it was probably 3 o'clock in the afternoon. So I get to Andy's house in Fresno. We just start drinking and stuff, and we get trashed. Completely oblivious to the fact that we have to leave to head back to Tucson at like five in the morning, maybe four. I don't know what time we left because like I said, I woke up, fumbled my way down a hallway, probably checking through fucking doors of like, Hey, is this the fucking bathroom? No, that's Andy's room. Is this the fucking bathroom? No, that's something else. That's a closet. And then I'm like, okay, here's the bathroom. Fucking vomiting, vomiting, just throwing up. I think I got a towel from some from someone or maybe there was a towel left out for me either way i fucking end up taking a shower 
or no, I don't need. So I'm throwing up, and after I throw up, I walk out, and Andy's just fucking standing there, like, "You fucking okay, dude?" And I was like, "Life is fucking rough," because I was hungover as shit because that whole flight over the whole day of like flying to Fresno, all I ate was some McDonald's in the morning before my wife dropped me off at the airport. As soon as I got through all these little checkpoints and I found what gate I was at, there was a bar right near it. So what did I do? I went to the fucking bar. I had myself a whiskey, try and call my nerves. It had been years since I flown. Anyway, I'm, I get out of the shower and it's fucking time for us to leave and, Andy's fucking car is not even fully packed, but he's like, fuck it. We're leaving shit here. My parents are moving back down to Arizona. They can fucking get it and bring it down. We leave. We go to this gas station because he needs to put some gas in the fucking tank. And I just fucking throw. I'm throwing up violently, making some. I mean, if there's one thing you need to know about me when I throw up. It is that I make some violently loud, horrific, almost painful sounding noises. And I'm doing that in the trash can. I'm fucking wiping the throw up from my face. My eyes are probably bloodshot red from dryness. And I'm like, dude, I got to get myself some fucking Powerade and water. I go into, like, the dude, as soon as I'm walking to the door, I can see the dude just unlocked the bottom locks on the door. So I walk in there. I'm like this first customer of the day fucking hungover shit just threw up violently in the trash can outside and i get myself a fucking powerade and a gator uh water powerade and water that's all i fucking drink the whole trip i'm like sitting passenger seat talking to andy but being one of the worst co-pilots and people to travel with ever i'm throwing up out the side of his car all that Fast forward to me going to San Francisco with Nick. I wasn't hung over or anything. I was just tired as shit. And I was just like, hey, man, if you don't need me to drive, I don't want to. I will gladly be your passenger, but I will not drive if I don't have to. If you can handle driving the whole way, let's fucking do it. So that like fucking 12 hour, whatever hour drive it was, was so goddamn shitty. There was points on the way to San Francisco when I was just like falling asleep, like just like nodding off and then like snapping, like my head would snap. I'd be like, Whoa, okay, I'm awake. And then I'd be like, what the fuck was a dream? What the fuck just happened? How long have I been asleep for? What the fuck's going on? So, uh, yeah, just a heads up. Don't ever try and move across the state with me unless it's my plan. And I'm running charge on it because then you won't have me not driving. But if I'm running point, I guess some might say on it, then sure. I'll fucking what I will drive. I will do that for those people. Just kidding. Maybe. I don't know. Does anybody ever even know where I'm going with any of this? I don't. Oh, man, I have a list of things that I want to talk about because the last few times I tried to record uh, podcasts in 2020, some solo podcasts, I just wasn't feeling it. Maybe I just took some much-needed time off of um, of talking so that I, I got some topics to talk about, and maybe I just know how to handle talking by myself now a little bit better. I've been listening to 
Um, very few podcasts, actually. One of um, I'm just going to throw a fucking shout out to anybody that's listening to this podcast. Thank you. But you should go check out uh, Isimo Podcast. That's I-S-I-M-O Podcast. Fucking three funny-ass Mexican dudes. Um, and they talk about being Latino in America. And honestly, it's a really fucking good podcast. Uh, it's just kind of starting out. So, you know, they're growing. They're growing at a fucking fast pace. You know, they're awesome. They're all comedians. That's a cool podcast. Um I'm just throwing them out there because I I believe that those guys are going to fucking, that podcast is going to take off. I know for a fact that that podcast is going to take off. I can see it in just the steady growth that I've seen from them. Um, and another show that I've been watching is called Peaked. Peaked TV, hosted by um, Frank Castillo and JP Noda. That show is fucking awesome. If you're, if you're a smoker, if you like smoking... And you just like smoking along with people that are smoking on YouTube or on podcasts or on TV shows. That's a good podcast to watch or show, show podcast, whatever you want to call it. Those, uh, those two are, that's what I've been hitting hard lately in the podcast world. I mean, I can name a bunch of other really popular podcasts, but I feel like those two that I just named are taking off and i mean it's awesome as fuck to see that fucking fucking a man just been busy trying to figure my life out with work and making music and haven't done a podcast in forever so well i mean i did do a podcast also fuck dude i forgot i forgot to shout out this person uh a podcast that i recently was on too um talking in cursive with andy solace my friend my one of my best friends he, a really good podcast and he, he takes the time and he puts in a lot of good production value into his thing i mean his episodes look fucking crazy the cuts the fucking pictures that he cuts to uh the whole editing it's it's fucking dope it's a dope podcast I believe you can only find it on YouTube right now um, by the time this episode airs because, like I said, if you're listening to this episode, that means that I'm probably going to have other guests on and this is just a filler episode. So by the time you listen to this, maybe Talking in Cursive will be available on all platforms, but as for the moment, Talking in Cursive is only available on YouTube. There's two episodes, one with me, the fucking fat tank that I am, and then another one with a uh, professional bull rider, Armando Rodriguez. And uh, that's a really good episode as well. Uh, it gets a little crazy, but, I mean, that's fucking Andy Solace. If anybody that's listening knows who that motherfucker is, if you don't, fucking check out Talking with, Cur <laughs> Talking with Cursive. Talking in Cursive with Andy Solace. And um, listen to his rap music because that will just fucking send you to a different plane. Um speaking of music i've been i'm in the process at the moment at this moment in time on fucking august 19th 2021 i am in the process of editing a sucker for the sour music video and i'm going to be well i shot the music video i, sh I we did shoots for the music video and then we did reshoots for the music video 
So there's going to be a music video for the, for Sucker for the Sour song Reaper coming out soon that I shot. Not the highest quality videos. Like, you know me, I don't have a lot of time and money to put into making videos right now. That sounds so shitty. It sounds like I'm such a piece of shit, like a fucking lazy motherfucker. I do have time and effort that I put into music videos. This one was kind of just like, um, I guess to say... It was last minute for the most part. It was like, hey, can you come to this party and we'll shoot some clips for the music video. And it was a cool as fuck party. It was for um, Sucker for the Sours. Uh, the guitar player, Garrett, fan of this podcast. He's been on here plenty of times. Uh, if you haven't listened to his two episodes, go back and listen to him. Super good episodes. Um so Garrett invited me to go film at this party that he was throwing for his girlfriend's birthday. And, you know, it was a good party. You, we walked, me and Efren walked in and there was a bunch of people there. And I'm, for the most part, I'm not used to walking into parties thrown by people around my age who, you know, we walked in, there was like a fucking table full of snacks there was just food, a bunch of drinks, and it was like, holy shit, these people are adults. Are we in an adult party? Because that's what it felt like. I mean, it was an adult party, obviously, but it just felt like, you know, this ain't this ain't your usual party. There's not going to be a bunch of fucking little teenagers here trying to get a fucking beer because they can't go buy beer themselves. This is an adult party. Sorry, little kids. Fucking... Uh, so we get there, you know, there's all that. There's a lot of people there. It's, it's just like, it's a very friendly environment. We start, um, I just start talking to Garrett and we're like, okay, so what's, how are we going to shoot this video? We got into, we go in, we went into like their jam space at his house and we rearranged everything, kind of made it more, um, like a venue-ish because they're it's a very the the room they jam in is extremely long for some reason and i think it might have been a carport but so we set it up we put them towards the back of the room and then like a bunch of people like all of the guests of the house came into the fucking room and it was super packed in that room and it felt like you know it just felt like we were at a show because like i hadn't i haven't been to any shows i hadn't been at that time i hadn't been to any shows since um you know, everything shut down in 2020. So I, I'm, I'm looking around at everybody and I'm just like, damn, you know, this feels like I'm at a fucking show and I'm holding my camera with like my fucking, my setup and my camera light and stuff. And we're, I'm getting, you know, I'm trying to get as much footage as I can. And I wasn't being so much of a director. I was kind of being very uh, timid and I was just going with the flow I wasn't being like, hey, we need to get shots. We need to just continuously play the song over and over again so I can get multiple shots of you guys playing the song. So what ended up happening was they ended up just like playing. Off. They played the song, I think, once that we were shooting the music video for. And then they just played like a whole set. And I was filming the majority of it. But then at one point I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to fucking enjoy like the set. There were people, there were people fucking like not moshing, but I guess rude boying. I don't, I don't know what fucking ska punks or whatever call like fucking doing that dance type move in the fucking middle of the crowd. But you know, people were getting down, dude. Like 
Sucker for the Sour is a fucking awesome band. And if you don't listen to them, that's another great Tucson musician or some Tucson musicians that are fucking, you know, dope as shit. So anyway, you know, we, I, I I get those shots as much as I can. Um, my camera ends up dying and it's just kind of like, what the fuck? What am I going to like? Then I finally get to, um, like a week or so pass before I even pull my camera out and put the footage somewhere. And I'm, I'm putting the footage there and I'm looking at my camera and I'm like, how the fuck did it get so goddamn sticky? Someone had spilled a drink on my fucking camera. And I don't, I don't even remember that. I wasn't even drinking. Like I drank maybe one or two drinks at that party. Just fucking sober majority of the time, pretty much the whole fucking time, honestly. And I'm like, who the fuck took my camera and got, fucking like spilt drinks on it so like that was a mystery for me my fucking sd card was all sticky it's just like what the fuck's going on with my fucking sd card so i I'm, I'm going through the footage and i can't hear anything can't hear a lick of a note that fucking sucker for the sour is playing whatsoever because it was so loud in that room and i didn't have an external microphone attached to my fucking camera so everything is just blown, sounds blown, and I can't fucking tell what parts are what. So I'm kind of just like trying to go from the beginning when I'm editing it. And I'm just like, dude, we gotta, I'm going to have to get fucking reshoots for this motherfucker. So we ended up doing some reshoots. And the, I, I believe the reshoots um, came out really well. That time I became more of a director. I was like, okay, hey, we're going to get bass and drum shots right now. We're going to play through the song maybe twice for you guys. Going to get a fucking... Um, a zoomed out shot with everybody in it. We're gonna get close ups, shit like that. And so now I'm just in the process of getting ready to edit it together. So be on the lookout for um, Sucker for the Sour's Reaper. It might already be out by the time this episode drops. It might be out. Uh, I hope it's not because then I hope I can, um, you know, interview someone from Sucker for the Sour and promote, you know, promote that with um with the podcast because i'm trying to get back into it i know i say that every single fucking episode i'm like oh i'm gonna get back into it i swear but no if you're listening to this episode that means more episodes are coming because this episode will be loaded and then another episode will be loaded right after it so at least you will get one two or three weeks full of content before i just fucking shit out again and then like okay well that's it for that podcast for the next fucking whatever until he decides to not be so fucking uh off routine with it so fuck um i know that i once said that i was going to um probably have cameras for this podcast but i don't think i will and i might have said that in a last no i didn't because the last podcast i said it in a podcast that i never posted one that's just floating around in my uh, hard drive somewhere i thought to myself you know what i'm gonna take the time and i'm going to make this podcast a video podcast i'm gonna you know do that but i heard someone and another podcast talking about they were just like are you um they're like do you have video for this he's like nope audio only and i dig that i and i know that that's such just like that's not even a good fucking description of why i'm going to be audio only just because some other comedian some other person was just like no audio only uh the reason why is because just you 
you don't need to watch everything. Sometimes you can just listen. This could be a show for you to listen to while you're doing nothing. And maybe if you're doing nothing while you're watching this show, do something. And I fucking said that all wrong. I was going to say, this is a show that you can listen to while you're doing something. And if, you, if you're listening to it while you're doing nothing, well, then maybe you can do something. Maybe that something is creative. Maybe it's more positive. Maybe it's, you know, something that's not going to be nothing. Because um, aren't I know better than a lot of people that uh, doing something and then making nothing of it is pretty shitty. Like, I have hours of stuff that is never going to see the light of day. And I made it for, for it to see the light of day. But I was dissatisfied with it. So then it's just like, why the fuck did I even make this? Um, oh, I don't know where I was going with that fucking, uh, with that little ramble right there. But um, I'm going to take it back to music. My band, Toilet, we've played um, two shows since, like, after a year of not playing. It was like a year and a couple months. And I'm going to be 100% honest with you. It felt fucking fantastic. We played at our usual spot, Edge Bar. And I don't know if it's because like maybe this maybe that whole shutdown was a wake-up scene. It kind of seemed like it, a wake-up scene to the music scene, a wake-up scene. <laughs> Fuck me, huh? It seemed like a wake-up call to the music scene because it's like, Hey man, um, we don't know if, uh, you know, if places are going to recover from the shutdown. It's like, we don't know how normal things are going to get. And for the most part, things felt pretty normal. I know that at this moment in time, I've already said the date. So if you want to fucking figure out what day I'm talking about, um, things are getting weird again. Things might shut back down. Hopefully not. Hopefully we can just fucking prevail and um, because I'll be bummed. I'll be super fucking bummed if we if we have to go another year without playing shows. Um, if that happened, I think we would probably just end up really buckling down on recording music. We have plans to go back to Clarity Recordings in San Diego. Uh, we're going to be going in November to record two songs and I'm beyond excited. I fucking love going to clarity recordings. If you don't, um, check them out on Instagram at clarity recordings. The, um, engineer's name is Sean, Sean Tolly. He's super fucking awesome, dude. Um, he's good. He's super fucking good at what he does. That's why we go record with him because you know, he's really good at fucking recording. He's really good at mixing and he fucking, He's the one that did our last our last EP, The Real American Zero. And, I mean, the production of it is, is just really high quality. I enjoy it. I mean, I think it's really great quality. You might think it sounds like shit, but that's not the quality of the song. That's my voice. My voice sounds like shit. Uh, to be honest with you, I whenever I was recording the vocals for, and I'm sure I talked about this in another podcast, but whatever, uh, when I was recording the vocals for The Real American Zero, it was a trip to California I took by myself. Not by myself. It was just me and my wife. But, like, I was by myself without anyone from the band. 
I didn't have any input on like how the take sounded from someone that had listened to the song a thousand times with me. I didn't get to hear anybody else in the band's like opinion on what it sounded like until they heard, you know, like the tracks that were sent, the mixes that were sent to us. Sorry. And, um, I don't know. Maybe there was a part of me that just wanted to get the fuck home the second day. I don't even like, I just tried to push him out and I think I was just nervous. Like I wasn't confident in myself, which is weird because like at that point it was going on like eight years of making music and like maybe six years of recording music. So it was like, why the fuck wasn't I so comfortable playing those songs like singing them because I was just, I was worried about being off pitch and being um, off key. And I didn't want to be told to try and hit a specific key and not be able to do it in my own song. So what I did in turn because of that was I just ended up almost like screaming scream yelling my uh lyrics for like that was five songs and some of it sounds like it belongs there if you if you listen to any of the songs from the Red american zero when we play them live they don't really sound like the recordings the choruses might but i mean now i know how to sing them properly i've tuned in i've tuned into those songs and i've gotten them down which you know maybe i should have done prior to fucking recording them maybe that's what i thought you know maybe i thought i had them in and maybe i just had that mental block whenever i was there by myself because i didn't have you know my other bandmates to um to look to for comfort and guidance and reflection and you know, I really feel like I kind of messed up that EP. It was a lot of money we spent on that first recording. A lot of people like it, which, you know, makes me happy. And it makes me it makes me feel like I'm not a piece of shit because the drums on it are really, on that album are super good, or EP, whatever. They're super good. The guitar and the bass that Carlos recorded are amazing. But, I mean, like, the vocals, it's just like, it. it fits sometimes. It works sometimes. But there are parts when I should have been singing but I wasn't and there was some like when we released it some company reached out to us and was just like hey um we do music reviews do you want to do you want to have like a we can do a music review for you like 20 bucks you know and you know we'll post it on our website we'll blast it on our social media whatever like that so we did that and I wish I could find the fucking review because I mean the vocals were probably one of the, like the critique, like the critiquing points. It was just like, oh, okay, so um, yeah, that's that's what was wrong with it. It was my voice, it was my vocals. It was because I was yelling when some parts needed a softer side, and it, honestly, it was just because I was just nervous and I didn't fucking know how to do it alone, but. I mean, now we're going to go get these two songs, hopefully knock them the fuck out in two days, 
If we don't, I'm going to be a little bit bummed out. Um, but we've been working hard on making some new music with Toilet. And we we have a just a handful of like acoustic demos that me and Carlos made over the pandemic. Um, we're working right now on getting some rough demos before we hit the studio just so that we have some solid reference of like what we can work on, what we can tweak, what we can adjust and what we can um, like add, you know, what can be added to give it more production value because we, with the real American zero, we kind of went in there and we were just like, um, we kind of wanted to give it a raw sound because we, that's just, we weren't used to like heavy editing, you know, um, a lot of effects and stuff like that. So, the real American Zero is pretty much what you see is what you get. These next songs that we're recording, I mean, like, we've played them live plenty of times. But whenever you listen to it, like, when we record it, and whenever you listen to that final recording, whenever we get it done, I want it to be like, holy shit. That song became this song? It's like, that's fucking amazing. And I'm that's probably what every musician strives to do. I mean, they want to make something that someone recognizes probably. There there are people like me that will say, you know, I like making things because they make me happy. And I do. I I genuinely am my biggest fan. I like the stuff that I make sometimes. Sometimes I hate the shit that I make. And like I said, if I don't like the things that I make, most of the time, I probably won't put it out in the world. But when I'm making those things, there's a part of me that really wants to send, not send, but, you know, see what other people think of it. I want other people to take something from it. And I maybe want other people to relate to the way I'm feeling and maybe feel probably not so much with me, but if they could feel like there was just a connection, then um, that's, I mean, I'm sure every artist wants that. They want to make a connection with someone through their art, through their creation. You know, I've been inspired by so many things. I would love to know that something that I did affected someone as much as something that has affected me that I was inspired by. Because there are things that have made me start podcasting. There was something that made me start fucking making music. Someone made something that hit me so hard that I was like, I have to do this. Because I want to see if I can create something so great like this person that it will benefit or maybe possibly even give them a meaning in their life. Because, I mean, there are things that have pulled me out of deep depressions. And I cherish, like, those creations of artists because of what they did for me. You, we, we put meaning on things that other people create. And I think it would be awesome to have something that you put out in the world and then someone else being like, hey, I just want you to know that what you did means a lot to me. And I, you know, I believe everybody, everybody probably wants to do that, but I mean, I don't know. I don't know how to, how to end that part, 
Um, I'm going to take a quick little break. I'm going to a quick little break, right? I've only been doing this for fucking 30 minutes. Uh, I'm just going to take a quick break because my cat keeps fucking clawing at my office door. So I'm going to play a sucker for the sour song for you and, um, you can enjoy it and you can enjoy it or you can fucking hate it. This is ocean views. Ocean Views by Sucker for the Sour. Those motherfuckers are awesome. Like I said, I was talking about them earlier. I already t- I already said enough about them, and I just kind of cheated in my podcast by adding that song just so that I could take a break to get my cat to stop fucking with my door. That is a constant theme in 
the Oracle office. And by the Oracle office, I mean my home office where my cat will constantly claw because it wants to get in here. But that's nor here nor there. I'm back in the podcast now. The song's been played, and I'm here. I'm ready to talk some more. Am I? Am I really ready to talk some more? Yeah, I guess I can talk. What am I going to talk about? I've been driving my car with no fucking AC. That shit is rough. Anybody in Arizona, and everybody that's listening, probably, because you're from Arizona, more than likely, uh, you know that if you don't have AC in your car in Arizona, it fucking sucks during the summer. And I'll tell you this much. It's been a good monsoon season. It's rained so much. Everything's nice and green around here. Awesome. I love it. It's great to see that we're getting rain. It sucks because it's fucking humid as shit. Everything in my house is wet sometimes. All I have is a swamp cooler. There will be moments when I get home and I take my shoes off and I'm walking around and I'm touching things. I'm touching pieces of paper and I'm like, this feels like it has like a gram of water in it. And I know a gram of water doesn't seem like a lot. But for a fucking piece of paper, that's a lot of fucking moisture. So I'm dealing with moisture everywhere. But then I'm sweating my fucking ass off when I'm driving somewhere because I have no AC in my car. And that's a real fucking bitch to not have AC. What a fucking nightmare. I'd rather get stabbed by Jason, Freddy, or Michael Jackson. Yeah, that is, that's, that's that. I mean, fucking no AC, that sucks. That's, that's a bitch. But uh, what can you do besides fix your AC or buy a new car? Am I going to do either of those? I guess you'll find out in another episode. Yeah, yeah, that's that. Uh, I went to my first burlesque show the other night. My wife and uh, two other couples, we, we went with two other couples, and it was at this oddities shop. So uh, I I think Wooly something, um, I guess I could look it up to shout them out. I guess, I should I shout them out? Because I don't know how great I'm going to be talking about them. So I don't want to be like... Uh, fucking ripping on them. I no, I'll give them the benefit of doubt. The place is called Wooly Fern. It is an oddity shop in Tucson on Speedway. So they were hosting a Friday the 13th, that's the day I went, uh a Friday the 13th burlesque show. And you know, my wife's friends, I guess my friends our friends wanted to go check it out, and we went and checked it out. We walk in, you know, it's 20 bucks. I'm expecting, you know, a lot because I hear burlesque is like very, you know, burlesque is supposed to be really um, artistic for the most part. It's not chicks clapping their ass to um, wobble baby, wobble baby, wobble baby. It's like, you know an art form or it was an art form back in the day. Maybe not so much nowadays. It was an exotic erotic art form. And so, you know, I was expecting at least a stage or a stage like 
area. We pay our 20 bucks. The show hasn't started yet, but there's a circle of chairs that looks like an AA meeting almost. And it's just like, okay, I guess this is where people are sitting. By the time we get, so we get there, we pay for our ticket. We go back outside and, you know, our friends are smoking. We come back inside. The show's about to start. All of the chairs are full. They're just like, we don't got any more chairs. So I had to fucking stand behind some couple with my wife and our friends. And it was it was interesting. The the women danced very well. Um but the environment of which they were dancing was strange. It felt like to quote my wife and our friends, we were in Target because of the lighting. They didn't dim the they dimmed the lights on the first dancer, but then they were like, "Hey, can we turn the lights back on, please?" So then they turn on these fucking fluorescent workshop lights, and it's just like, "Dude, come on!" And so people are, you know, the dancers are dancing in the middle, which is cool as fuck. You know, they they dance really well. Some of the songs were awesome. There was one that I didn't really care for. Um, but, you know, for the most part, all of, all of the dancers danced really well. And it was cool. And it was, you know, it was nice. But the environment of, of the show was just strange because, you know, you're looking at other people too. You're like, she's dan- the person that you're, the dancer that you're looking at is dancing. But then they move a little bit and then you catch a glimpse of this other person that has this big weird smile on their face. Or maybe you catch a glimpse of the old man that's trying to hide his erection. And it's just kind of like, this doesn't seem like the place that burlesque shows happen at. And it was burlesque for less. 20 bucks. I mean, what can I fucking say? That's all I can say about it. After that, we went to a bar and we had to deal with fucking drunk people. You know, motherfuckers that were just, uh, you know, it was all right at first we got there and we went outside and it was pretty packed for the most part you know people are trying to become go back to normal even though um just people are trying to go back to normal they're trying to be like hey man we missed out on fucking socializing so we're gonna socialize we're sitting outside at the back of the bar on the patio and i'm just listening to these conversations that are going off <laughs> and i see this these two chicks and this one dude and they're like they're all super like thin for the most part um wearing black i think all of them are wearing eyeliner their hair is probably teased a little bit maybe their the cut of it is strange the cut not strange i'm not the cut of it's not strange but it's very mid 2000s alt rock scene <laughs> and um so I'm just like listening over to that and I don't know what the fuck that conversation was going off about. I think they were talking about meth at one point. They were talking about dealers. I could not fucking tell you. And it was just like strange. I think at one point I saw that dude stole someone's cigarettes that they left. Not stole because he gave them back. But like... So the whole interaction was like they were sitting at this one table, those three, 
And like there was a bigger group sitting at this bigger table. The the three left and then ended up coming back outside. And when they came back outside, that bigger table was empty. So they go back and they're sitting at this fucking empty table. And I'm just, you know, I'm bored because I fucking don't care for being at bars. And so I'm sitting at this table just like listening to conversations of other people just to fucking not be bored. And I fucking look over and this bigger dude walks up and he's just like, there's some kind of altercation going on. I can't hear it. 100%. And all I see is this dude reach into his pocket, pull out a box of cigarettes, box, a pack of cigarettes, and then give it back to um, the big dude that's hunching over him and apologizing. And I'm just like, well, that's interesting. Maybe he left the cigarettes at the table. And at that point, I guess now I'm questioning who's in the wrong here. No one, because, I mean, if you leave your cigarettes at a fucking table at a bar... Don't be fucking shocked if they go if they get fucking stolen. You're at a fucking bar. You left your cigarettes. That's your fault, honestly. The guy was very nice and giving him back and apologizing. Probably worried that he was going to get his fucking teeth beat in by this fucking big dude that probably had too many Budweiser's. And then, you know, from there, our group ended up going inside playing pool. And then... Uh, just like a group of probably early 30s people, maybe fucking late 20s. Um, I don't want to say late 20s, though, because I'm getting towards my late 20s. I'm in my mid-20s right now. And if that's how bad I look by my late 20s, I'll probably fucking look worse because I look worse than... I look 10 years older than the age I am. So, like, this loud... this loud and large group of late 20s early 30 probably early mid 30s people come in and you know they're just being fucking wasted like you can tell they're drunk they're having a good time i'll give them that they were genuinely enjoying themselves so hurrah for our living a good life but that doesn't mean that i'm fucking happy for you um because i don't give a shit about your fucking drunk antics and how loud you fucking talk. Cause I don't want to hear how loud you fucking talk. And I don't care about what you're fucking talking about. And you know, you just see people trying. I'm married. So I, I don't go to a bar looking for love, but I saw that that night. I saw dudes trying their hardest to just throw a fucking line out there. Try and pull something back in, but they didn't. They couldn't. A lot of them couldn't. Um, the the most that I saw was like my my wife went to the bathroom, and like immediately after she got into the bathroom, like a minute after maybe, this fucking drunk lady comes up and she just starts fucking pounding on the door, and she's just like, "This is fucking ridiculous. They've been in there forever," and she's just knocking on the door. She's just like, "Come on!" She's just fucking standing there very impatiently. And, um, I'm just like me and my friends are, our friends are just trying to be like, Hey, there's another bathroom in this bar. You know, she's just got to walk on the opposite side of the bar. And she's just like, I'm not going outside. This is fucking stupid. And you know, she keeps pounding on the door. Some bigger dude comes. Cause this dude probably also has to fucking rock a piss. So then they start talking cause they're, cause they're, they're, they're both stupid and they don't realize that there's another open bathroom right next to them. But they don't realize that because they don't fucking check. 
So then she's just like, they've been in there for fucking ever. And then that guy's probably just thinking, you know what? If I knock on this door and get those motherfuckers to get out of there, and if they're dudes, maybe I'll fucking try and get tough with them. Maybe she'll fucking look at me and be like, you're the fucking hero that I need. I'm going to leave this bar with you tonight, fall in love with you, and we're going to get married in Alaska. Dude, it's happening. So then this dude starts fucking knocking on the door. He's just like, come on, get the fuck out of there. So my wife walks out, and she's just fucking pissed. So she's mean mugging this bitch. And the, 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 the she's not a bitch. She mean mugs this lady. And the lady just looks down a little scared. And then the dude's just like, it's like, yeah, dude, I'm just trying to fuck go to the bathroom. And I'm just like, dude, there is a bathroom right next to you. And he's just like, oh, all right. I'm just like, dude, you're fucking kidding me, man. It's like, these people are stupid. They get a couple fucking Budweiser's in them, and they, they can't handle their own. They are, they're just, they're trying to, like I said, they're throwing out their, they're casting out their fucking bait. They're, they're throwing out their hooks. They're trying to get some fucking something, reel it in. Trying to get some tailfish or something. And it's not working for them. And they will act like a fool, and they will say stupid shit, and they will try and be tough. And one can only hope that a bigger fish will come along and beat the shit out of those people. Not because they're trying to get laid or just trying to find love. If you're trying to find love at a bar, it's a little strange, but hey, it might happen for you. But, um, you know, the only reason I would want you to get beat up for shooting your shot, I guess, would be if when you shoot your shot, you're a fucking asshole about it or you do something obnoxious or stupid or extremely pandering to one type of person that eventually doesn't give you the light of day. Then I'm like, I kind of hope you get your ass kicked. Okay, maybe not for like the girl that doesn't give you the time of day. Well, no. So here's the example. If my wife wasn't in the bathroom and it was a big dude and he walked out and he was just like, what the fuck do you want? And then he's just like, I'm just trying to go to the fucking bathroom. And Or maybe he got tough. He's just like, dude, you need to get the fuck out of the bathroom. She's trying to go to the bathroom. And then that big dude that was in the bathroom is just like, fuck you, dude. You trying to fucking fight about it? And then he gets his ass kicked. That's the kind of poetic justice I like to see. Sure, I feel bad for the guy that just got his ass kicked because he's only trying to impress a girl. That sucks. But know your limits. Don't overdo it. Fucking stop drinking so much goddamn Budweiser's. Switch the fucking line in Krugel. Or something. 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 Drink something. Okay? Okay. Stop drinking your fucking Budweiser's at the bar and getting too drunk to where you have to pound on doors while women are in there for other women and being like, get the fuck out of the bathroom. I'm just trying to go to the bathroom even though there's an open one next to me. Fuck you. Um, so there was that. That was one of the instances. And then another instance was uh, this girl that was watching... Uh, a couple of our friends, they were a couple, uh, they were kissing and this girl, this drunk girl who was going to the bathroom to do some coke. Ironically, we were just kind of sitting by the, um, we were playing air hockey, which was stationed by the, um, the bathroom. So we're just sitting there and we, I watched this girl get handed the coke and get handed the keys standing in the hall waiting to go into the bathroom. And she looks at me, and then she's just like, this is so awkward, isn't it? And then she walks out, and 
you know, sees me and our friends sitting on the couch and the friends that are sitting with me on the couch are in a relationship and they're, they, they're, I, maybe they gave themselves a kiss or something, but, um, the drunk chicks just like, you guys are so hot. Oh my God, I'm so wet. <laughs> and I was just sitting there like, I fucking hate people. It's like, what? Why do you just, why would you, why would that be your opening line? If you were sober, I mean, obviously this chick's drunk. She's about to go do some Coke in the bathroom at a bar. Of course. Right. She's trying to level herself out. So she's just like fucking kiss each other. Let me see you guys kiss each other again. So hot. And they do it. And then the chick's just, the drunk chick's just like, oh my God, I'm so wet. It's so hot. Can I kiss you guys? And she's just trying to kiss them both. And it's like, what the fuck is going on? I mean, props to the the drunk chick that thought that was appropriate behavior. I mean, I know that if it was a dude, it would be like someone fucking beat the shit out of this dude that just asked if they can kiss me and my partner. Like, what the fuck? Unless they're really cool about it, which this chick, in my opinion, was not. She was super drunk about it and was just like, oh, my God, you guys are so hot. I'm so fucking wet. Can I kiss you guys, too? And it's just like, dude, I fucking hate going to bars. I don't have fun at them. I'm not, I like, I like the environment. The people of bars is what interests me. But if I know that I have to drive home later or I somewhat can't get obliterated out of my mind, then uh, a bar is the worst place for me to be because then I'm just going to sit there like a grumpy old man and be like, yeah, I got to go somewhere else before I can get comfortably drunk because uh, you know, drink, drinking and driving, it's not smart. I mean, I don't want to get all preachy towards the end of this episode, but, you know, drinking and driving, it's stupid. I've learned to stop doing it because I don't want to risk hurting anybody, but most importantly, I don't want to have a guilty conscious conscience of killing Someone who didn't deserve to die in a vehicle. I mean, by a vehicle, you know I mean? Like, I don't want to kill someone that doesn't deserve to die. I don't want to kill anybody. First off, I don't want to kill anybody. But I don't want to make the mistake of driving drunk and killing somebody. I don't want to have that on my conscience. And I don't want to have to deal with that legally. Because, I mean, let's just be honest. That's jail time. Just fucking lock me up, put it in my butt. It's what they'll do. I'm beautiful. I'm goddamn beautiful. I know this is an audio-only podcast, but you can tell by my fucking voice. I'm goddamn beautiful. Thanks for listening to the N. Lopez podcast. And like I said, if you're listening to this episode, it's because there's other episodes coming. So stick around. Stay tuned. Fucking subscribe. All that shit. Um, for more information, go to 85631.com. That's 85six31.com. You can find all of our podcasts. You can find all of the music that gets put out through uh, 85631 Productions, motherfucker. God damn, that's who we are. That is what this is. Just kidding. I didn't mean to get so fucking strange right there. Uh, Thanks for listening to this podcast. Um, Like I said, if you're listening, there's more podcasts coming. So stay tuned.
Egypt or something like that. I don't have a fucking catchphrase. Thanks for listening to the podcast. I'm out. <laughs>